mood disorders are considered one of the most prevalent psychiatric disorders with a high socioeconomic and health impact. Anxiety and depression are the most common, with an estimated 280 million people suffering from each. The treatment of both includes complex pharmacological strategies combined with cognitive behavioral therapies. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, known as SSRIs, are the most commonly used antidepressant drugs with significant limitations regarding their therapeutic effectiveness. Indeed, up to 30% of patients with major depression develop treatment resistance to the first-line selected drugs. On the other hand, benzodiazepines, the most commonly prescribed anti-anxiety drugs, are limited because of their high risk of abuse and adverse effects. Thus, the therapeutic limitations in treating these disorders highlight the need to develop new, more effective, and safer pharmacological strategies. Today on Vitality Radio, I've got my dear friend, Stuart Tomkin. We're going to talk about the study that I just read the introduction of to you, uh, very much on the heels of what I've been talking about over the last couple of episodes. Uh, uh, what? Five, six days ago, I talked about the bomb that was dropped that said the serotonin hypothesis is really not adding up to what they've been telling us it's been adding up to for the last, well, since 1987. I then uh, discussed alternative things that we can do that are lifestyle oriented to help with our uh, depression and anxiety, uh, everything from breath work to recognizing how our reticular activating system works. And today we're going to talk about the endocannabinoid system and its role in taking care of us when it comes to stress, anxiety, depression, and other mental health disorders. Stuart, welcome back to Vitality Radio. Thank you, Jared. Thank you for the introduction. What a powerful thing to remind us that mental health disorders have outranked cancer. That disability that you're talking about is costing us $300 billion annually in lost productivity. I remember when I used to work for Nordic Naturals many, many years ago, and we were friends back then, it was predicted that mental health disorders would outrank cancer and coronary vascular disease. It's actually happened. And uh, I love the series of shows that you're putting out there showing people that it's about diet, it's about lifestyle, it's about what we uh, think, about how we behave, the words that we use. I mean, this isn't just about some hack to deal with anxiety, although we're going to talk about some tools today that I personally use and love and you love, but really the big picture on how we can finally embrace Anxiety and depression are crippling all of us, and we all need help. Yes, absolutely. And, and it is not just a one-size-fits-all thing. These, these things are very individual, as we discussed you know, prior to recording today. Uh, but there are some things that tend to hold true uh, for most of us. You know, If you've been listening to Vitality Radio for any length of time, you've probably heard me talk about the critical nature of probiotics the critical nature of omega-3s and how how much we need them and how depleted we are of those things here in America and how big of a role they play in our neurological health as well as our gut health. And those things hold true almost across the board while some uh, forms of probiotics may work better than others for certain people, that kind of thing. Those two areas have to always be in the mix. And then our thoughts, our behaviors, uh, our stress relieving uh, 
tools that that I discussed on the last episode. All of that matters. But one of the things that you know is so exciting to me, Stuart, and you introduced it to me. You were the first one that ever mentioned this to me. Is this thing I'd never heard of called the endocannabinoid system and cannabinoid receptors? And of course, now at this point, what you know, close to a decade into this thing, we everybody's heard of CBD, but maybe maybe the big issue is still education on what the heck it actually does. And so I hope to dive into that specific to anxiety and depression today with you. Oh, no, thank you. It's it's such a vexing topic that if you're new listening to this and it sounds complicated, we're going to try to demystify it for you. But there are a lot of new words, so that's difficult. And then new terms, and that makes it even more difficult. Um, in recent years, this endocannabinoid system, which is already a tongue twister. As soon as I say it to people, we've already lost them, Jared, right? <laughs> as soon as I say your endocannabinoid, it's too long. Okay. Your body makes marijuana like compounds. Your body makes marijuana like compounds all day long. We're the perfect pharmacy and these marijuana like compounds, they regulate how we sleep, how we protect, how we forget and how we eat, sleep, protect, forget, and eat. This is called the endocannabinoid system. And in recent years, it's attracted interest because of its implications in the root of neuropsychiatric disorders, including mood disorders. So it's imperative that you have a healthy endocannabinoid system, so you have healthy digestion, you want healthy digestion so that you make the right neurotransmitters in your gut so you can stay focused during the day. You need to have the right neurotransmitters so that you can make something like melatonin. It's as simple as that. If you don't have enough neurotransmitters during the day, enough of the ones that keep you awake, you then don't make the ones that put you asleep. And so that's why this endocannabinoid system, learning how to tune it, learning which products can go in there and support your master control system. When I first read that back in 2015, it grabbed me by the throat. This system is the master control system. What that means is that cannabis, the most widely used and misunderstood plant on earth, speaks directly to the cannabinoid system, which keeps us calm and helps us deal with stress and keeps us from being depressed. So learning how to most effectively talk to that endocannabinoid system. That's what we've done here at Plus CBD. That's been our mission and that's what our products are for. Yeah, and, and through the years, you know, seven years, eight years, whatever it's been that we've sold these products, uh, we've certainly found that they are truly different in terms of how uh, people respond to them. And it's been a really exciting to see people that we didn't have great answers for before uh, that were frankly doing other things pretty well, right? They'd, they'd cleaned up their diet. They'd taken their omega-3s and their probiotics and things like that. And uh, maybe we're even, you know, practicing yoga or meditation or things like that, still struggling, finding that uh, when they figured out how to unlock that, you know, master control system, as you put it, uh, then all of a sudden, they start to really get the results that they're looking for. So the study that I referenced at the very beginning of the show, um, let's go through that a little bit and and learn what it says. And and I'd like you to go ahead and, and lead this, if you will, Stuart. And then uh, certainly, uh, you know, we can both comment as we go through. 
Okay, my goal with any study is to try to figure out how to reduce it to the simplest possible concept because these titles are scary and the terms are new. So this is a study with mice where they've tried to unlock what's really causing anxiety and depression and how does it work in the body and how does CBD help with that? So the study evaluated the dose response of acute CBD. So this is large amounts of CBD taken consistently. And they looked at what they call wild type mice. So they're just like normal mice that are running around in a battery of tests for assessing anxiety and coping like behaviors. Make sense? So they wanted to look at the dose response. What happened to anxiety and coping behavior as we give more CBD to the animals? And what they did was they looked at the genes, they looked at the targets, and they measured all of this. This is one of the first times that this kind of work's ever been done. And one of the findings that was absolutely remarkable was that there was a direct response between giving the CBD to the animals and having them reduce their anxiety, having them reduce the depression, and having it be related to how much they were taking. So this is some really great early basic science that suggests that CBD helps with anxiety and depression. And here's one of the biggest findings. When they gave the CBD to the animals, the animals actually produced more of the GABA receptors. So if you're new to this, GABA is the receptor that Valium speaks to. And we all know that Valium, benzodiazepines, are great for anxiety, but they're very addictive and they're very, very, very dangerous. This study in animals found that if you take CBD, it increases, at least in the animals, the receptor that your body produces to help you reduce anxiety. So CBD reduces anxiety by producing more of the receptors that your body utilizes to reduce anxiety instead of you taking benzodiazepines. You create more of the receptor so that you don't have to take the drug. Now, I don't know about you, but that floored me, right? I know how dangerous benzodiazepines are. I know how dangerous alcohol is. We all know how dangerous opioids are. This paper said we need alternatives to Valium. And as you've learned from Jared and from the media, SSRIs and antidepressants are not working. That's why we made a product like Calm. So we're basing all of these products that we're putting out at CD Sciences based on the latest science. And this science suggests taking CBD daily to help produce more GABA receptors to help you feel more comfortable in your own skin. I think it's a remarkable finding. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really interesting to me, too, because one of the things that has been well, I guess frustrating is, is maybe the right word. You know, in scientific literature, Stuart, as you know, they're generally focusing on a single compound, right? So in this case, they're looking at CBD. And what is fascinating is when you can get a single compound to have this type of a result in with all else being equal with these these mice. And if we you know translate this into humans, which of course this study hasn't been done on humans yet, um, then we have to recognize a, a few things, I think. One is that the dosage, I believe, with CBD is, it, it, that's probably been the biggest, uh, 
wild card, I'll say, with the individuals that come into Vitality Nutrition, they're asking about CBD, they're wondering how much they should take. We have products that range anywhere from like five milligrams per dose all the way up to 50 milligrams per dose. And so, you know, what do you take, right? And and you're talking about in this study, they're, they're using, you know, fairly high dosages of, of CBD. And one of the things that I always encourage my customers to do is to freely experiment with their dosage, because one thing that we found is that it varies from person to person quite dramatically, right? And, and of course it does, especially when you're looking at stress and anxiety and depression, because all of the outside inputs vary dramatically, right? What, what's your job compared to my job? What's your relationship with your spouse like? What's your relationship with your kids like? What's going on with, you know, grief and loss in your, in your life? What other stressors do we have? Because one of the things, Stuart, that, that, frankly made me laugh out loud. I was reading this paper from Science, um, the the uh, online magazine called Science, and it was a fascinating study uh, at looking at this whole SSRI thing. And it was, I mean, this paper must have been 20 pages long. It was, it, there was a ton of information there. And one of the things that the the researchers <laughs> said is that perhaps, perhaps depression has more to do with life stress than with a uh, hormone deficiency or a chemical imbalance. And I thought, really? Perhaps? <laughs> Perhaps your life stress has something to do with your depression, right? So there's always going to be these variables there. And and so we, we have to be willing to experiment. But also, you mentioned your Calm product. It's not just CBD. And, and we know, taking a holistic approach, people that have worked in health food stores their whole life, like me, or have been in the industry for 30 whatever years it is like you, we, we recognize that, you know, one plus one oftentimes equals three or four or five. And so with your Calm formula, you've got two of my other favorite ingredients, including L-theanine, which has to be in my top five. I just absolutely love L-theanine. We'll talk a little bit about the studies on that. But I believe at some point, if anybody would do a study saying, hey, guess what? When we put omega-3s and CBD and L-theanine into these mice or into these people, whoa, look what happens then. No, you just, tar you just touched on something. We'll do an entire show on this. It's my favorite subject, lipids. So the fat that you are made of and the fats that we produce that establishes what we call your cannabinoid tone. I wish these terms were not so strange, but your cannabinoid tone is basically the number and types of cannabinoids that are floating around in your body because you make these endocannabinoids. So what we've learned to your point is it's that individual endocannabinoid baseline that helps to determine how you respond to a product like Calm, or even a product like Reserve that has some THC in it. This is very, very interesting. Your baseline endocannabinoid tone determines how you respond to cannabinoids. So this isn't as nearly as complicated as we had made it in the beginning. If people have a healthy diet and they get a lot of uh, plants in their diet, right, eat less, more plants. Thank you, Michael Pollan, right? Eat less. So let's do some intermittent fasting. Let's not eat too much. More plants. If we're eating less and more plants and we're eating less omega-6 and more omega-3 and we're buying fish oil at the store and we're buying probiotics 
and we're drinking water and we're staying hydrated. And then my own personal opinion here, I rarely say this. I think that comes before charity and selflessness because I have to be healthy enough to be able to take care of other people. And so, yeah, you got to put your oxygen mask on first. You, right? <laughs> you have to, you absolutely have to. So that's what I've noticed over the years. I've now got to do this for close to a decade. People that have treatment resistant anxiety might need 200 milligrams of CBD because they have treatment resistant anxiety. Jared and I were just looking at an open label pilot trial that came out today, right before we hit record with a handful of teenagers that had treatment resistant anxiety. And they were taking between 200 to 800 milligrams of CBD. Like you, I've often wondered if we could get them to stop eating Pam and Spam and Ding Dongs and chicken nuggets and hoes and Krispy Kremes and to eat some healthy food and take some omega-3 and some probiotic, would you need doses that much? Let me say that again. You might not need 200 to 800 milligrams of CBD if you're healthier to help deal with anxiety. To that point, combining L-theanine, CBD, and 5-HTP, we are hearing reports that people are feeling calm all day with one gummy. Calm with one gummy, and there's only 10 milligrams of CBD in there. How is that possible? The synergy of the CBD, the L-theanine from green tea, and 5-HTP, which we've recently found out reverses uh, depression in a mouse model of depression in a way that we've never dreamed possible. So that's why people have to try the product. You have to experiment on yourself. Don't go to the internet and look up how many milligrams of CBD you need for anxiety. You might find this new study and think you need 200 milligrams, and that might be way too much for you because you're only dealing with CBD that's isolated by itself. Do you agree with that, Jared? Do you think I said that clearly? Yeah, for sure. And that is one thing that's important to point out. A lot of the studies are being done on an isolated CBD as opposed to a full spectrum. So we're missing out on many of the other uh, aspects of the plant itself. And then the other thing, you know, you mentioned, and, and this is going to vary from person to person as well, but you mentioned the word or the uh, acronym THC, right? Another cannabinoid, which people... Either some people don't know what it is, but I think it's getting to the point where just about everybody knows that's the more psychoactive uh, cannabinoid, the one that if you take enough of it can get you high. Right. But the, when you mentioned your reserve product, it's a very small percentage of THC as as compared to CBD. Let's talk about that combination for just a moment. Well, you said something very important. It's really the combination of CBD and THC. Everybody knows it. We now know there's no more secret. If you have a lot more CBD and a very small amount of THC, you maximize the benefits of THC and minimize the risks. It's very, very simple. And I'm always looking for new literature to help support these products. I found a paper from 2020, so it's a couple years old, that uh, I missed, but it says THC suppresses anxiety without producing significant adverse effects. Now that's very comforting to people that don't know about THC. THC has a reputation because if you take too much of it, it cannot, can't make, make you anxious, right? Right. Yeah, and, and the study you're mentioning uh, was actually done on uh, people with PTSD, I believe. 
Oh yeah. And the conclusion. And if you want to talk about, you know, treatment, treatment resistant, PTSD is not an easy one to treat. No. And people need to hear this now that we're deeper in the conversation. If you do have aversive memories, if you have trauma and PTSD, THC is the molecule that helps you release those memories. Now that's yeah, that heavy. Yeah. Heavy. People need to understand that the role for THC is helping to extinguish aversive, painful memories. That's why it's used for PTSD. And in this paper, they make a powerful statement. Current evidence from healthy humans and PTSD patients support the THC value. I've never seen that word in a paper before. The THC value to suppress anxiety and aversive memory expression without producing uh, adverse effects if used in low doses or associated with CBD. That's exactly what the reserve product is. So if you have treatment resistant anxiety and you've got uh, memories, uh, trauma, PTSD, I mean, I'm meeting so many people that over the last couple of years that are dealing with more anxiety and more depression and more stress than they even know how to articulate. So that's why we wanted to put these together as a little support pack, an anxiety support pack, where you take your calm gummy during the day. I took one before uh, we were recording, Jared, when I was reading all the notes going over everything. And then you take your reserve product when you get home from work. And the combination of the CBD, the L-theanine from green tea, which we have to talk about that study, the 5-HTP, the combination of this together, you are calm like silk all day long. And then the reserve product, let's mention what we said again. If you have treatment resistant memories, you're haunted. A lot of us are. You're going to probably need a small amount of THC to help with the extinguishing of the fear of the memory. Jared, when I first heard this almost uh, a decade ago, I didn't know if people would want to hear this. The man who discovered THC said, this master control system helps us sleep, eat, protect, and forget. And when I heard that, I thought, I thought, oh, that's going to be a hard sell, right? With memory and nootropics and memorize everything and don't forget anything. Well, how about everything that we learned was wrong and harmful and will probably kill us? And if we don't unlearn something, we can't put new data. We have to dump it in the phone. The phone tells us there's no more storage. You got to get rid of all that stuff to put new information in. That's what a healthy endocannabinoid system is. So when you are well-tuned with your gut and your brain and your heart, then your heart rate variability is balanced. You don't have tachycardia. Your skin isn't clammy. You're not anxious. You're having regular bowel movements. That's what these products do. They create an environment where you can be the very best you that you can be. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting, you know, because the, it was a really big shocker to me uh, when you sent me uh, via text message, a picture of the reserve product uh, months ago. And I said, huh, <laughs> you got, you've got one, you're marketing THC. And I looked at it and, and it's important to understand for people who aren't familiar with it. It's 25 milligrams in these gummies, 25 milligrams of CBD and 2.5 milligrams of THC. So it's a 20 to one 
or a 10 to one, sorry, 10 to one ratio. And we have to understand that nature knows what she's doing. And there is a balance with these things. And, and we don't find CBD isolated by itself in nature. We don't find THC isolated by itself in nature. They come together as a package. And there's a reason for that because they really work like a yin and yang type of a thing. And when you have plenty of CBD on hand, uh, the psychoactive properties of the THC at that dose don't tend to uh, affect the majority of people. And my experience has been now that we've had it for, I don't know, how long has it been out, Stuart? About six, six months, months now. Yeah. Okay. So six months or something like that, we've, it has become our best selling CBD in the store, the reserve gummies, uh, the watermelon in particular, people seem to really like, and it absolutely works well for a, a, a higher percentage of people than I feel CBD on its own uh, ever has. So it's been a really, really effective combination. And I was so excited when you introduced the Calm Gummies because I, as I said, I'm such a huge fan of theanine. So let's talk a little bit about theanine and why that matters. Okay, well, L-theanine is the secret magic ingredient in green tea. And so that was the secret Zen quality of why when you would drink green tea, you could have energy and focus without having the jitterniness, you know, the, the dopaminergic jitterniness that you get from caffeine. And so L-theanine has really become one of the most tried and true darling ingredients in our industry. There are very few hero ingredients that have the efficacy, the safety, and the regulatory cover. So L-theanine is good for pretty much everybody. So I found a brand new paper that I sent, sent to Jared. I was so excited to find this a brand new paper that showed 200 milligrams of L-theanine. So that would be two calm gummies. And you can take two of these. I say take one, but you can take two. So 200 milligrams of L-theanine um, over placebo led to a greater increase in what they call alpha power. Now what's alpha power, right? This is like the pre this is the prefrontal cortex cognitive. I mean, I'm going to call it third eye clarity. <laughs> Seriously. They measured alpha wave. And they found out that they gave 200 milligrams of the L-theanine and incredible response. Here, let me just read this for a second. A single dose of 200 milligrams of L-theanine improved physiological indicators of acute stress compared to the placebo, including frontal region alpha power and salivary cortisol. Cortisol, cortisol is the stress hormone. The cortisol is the one that makes you freaked out and then you got to go overeat. So it lowers cortisol, right? Cortisol is why we put on the weight and it helps to strengthen the prefrontal cortex and the, the alpha wave. Incredible in 200 milligrams of L-theanine. And so the idea of taking the 10 milligrams of CBD, the 200 milligrams of L-theanine, you take two of these, right? So that way you get 20 milligrams of CBD if you take two. And then there's 50 milligrams of 5-HTP. And 5-HTP on the heels of what Jared has been reporting on how SSRIs do not work for anxiety, there's a brand new paper that explains how 5-HTP works. And what they found out was that 5-HTP, when you eat the calm gummy, goes into your gut. And we all have this stuff called gut dysbiosis, right? There are these different ratios of sometimes too many bad bacteria, not enough good bacteria. And they're finding out that that might be the most important ratio yet. 
There's some debate on this, but that's where the focus is. Well, interestingly enough, brand new study with 5-HTP found new evidence for its antidepressant effects. Check this out. This doesn't become serotonin, which then goes up into the brain. That's not how it works. The serotonin that 5-HTP creates is kept in your gut, 95% of it. In this paper, they gave the 5-HTP orally to these mice that had dysbiosis, and it reversed the depression. How did it do it? The 5-HTP fixed the gut dysbiosis, and then via that vagus nerve, you know, there's one nerve that connects your brain to your gut, the bidirectional communication route. By fixing the funky gut, the depression went away. So the 5-HTP cleared up the gut and the depression went away. I've been on tour, Jared, showing this to all the health food stores over the last couple of months. They love seeing this. Well, it's an interesting thing because it makes sense because one of the questions I've raised on Vitality Radio in the past is why is it that SSRIs are actually a pretty effective treatment for IBS? I mean, you know, that's a really, really common thing. And that makes all kinds of sense. And yet we know that SSRIs are not that effective of a treatment for depression. So, uh, which is, of course, what they were designed for. So now we have 5-HTP, which does act on serotonin production uh, in a different way than SSRIs, but uh, it still increases the serotonin and works primarily in the gut, not in the brain. And of course, for years, I've been preaching to anybody to listen, fix your gut and you'll fix your brain. And, you know, voila. No, you are so right. In fact, the world expert on cannabinoids, Ethan Rousseau, it's debatable who's the best, but he's my favorite. And he's the one that's interested. He's interested. Well, no, he, he's the real master. But I've, I've heard him say this is what you just said. I've heard him say, well, if you fix your gut, you might not really need cannabinoids as much. Someone who has a great bowel, bowel movements, uh, the pallor of their color of their skin. They don't have all the mast cell degranulate. He said that those people that have great digestion and a perfect gut, that they have a balanced endocannabinoid system. The way to balance the endocannabinoid system is to balance the gut. That's why when we put the anxiety pack together, where you take one calm gummy during the day or two, and you take one reserve gummy when you come home from work, that's why we always pepper that in with diet, lifestyle, and attitude. That way, no one can be confused about what we're trying to sell here. So Jared, I made a couple of summary notes here to try, because this is a lot of information. So we found out that in mice, that there's a dose response to acute CBD effects. So they looked at a battery of anxiety and coping-like behavior, and they found out that CBD induced the anti-anxiety gene. CBD produces more GABA. GABA is the target for Valium. CBD increases GABA. The body, then the animals were able to have less anxiety. CBD induced anxiolytic anti-anxiety and antidepressant-like effects in a dose-dependent manner. L-theanine improves the physiological indicators of acute stress compared to placebo. And 5-HTP restores gut microbiota dysbiosis in a mouse model of dysbiosis. And THC in the reserve product 
suppresses anxiety without producing significant adverse effects. Current evidence from healthy humans and PTSD patients support the value of THC to suppress anxiety and aversive memory expression without producing significant adverse effects if used with low doses or when associated with CBD. That's why this works so well. And finally, participants who endorsed strong prior beliefs that CBD has anti-anxiety properties reported significant diminished anxiety. Brand new study that came out that said, if you believe that these products are going to help you with anxiety, they do. Jared, I've been wanting to embrace the placebo effect my entire career. All of my medical doctor mentors, they say, Stuart, the placebo effect is incredible. 25 to 30% reduction because you believe it? So this was a great finding. If we know benzodiazepines are dangerous and will kill you, if we know SSRIs don't work except for with your guts, let's eat right, let's think right, let's do the right thing, and then even that attitude will help us get further reduction in anxiety in a safe way. So if the placebo is harm reduction from deadly anti-anxiety drugs, I'm all for fooling myself. Absolutely. Yeah, 100% agree. We need to, whenever we do anything in medicine, whether it's natural medicine uh, or pharmaceutical, if we're going to try a new diet, if we're going to approach a new exercise program, if we're going to take a new job, you know, pick the thing, visualize this being the best decision you've made, right? Make it happen. And that in and of itself makes it happen. You know, make it happen in your mind before you do it in reality. And, and it matters. It really, really does. And it's not, it's not a trick. It's really just talking to your brain, to your subconscious mind and saying, hey, we're doing this. It's going to work. We're going to do it right. And we're going to get results. And your results will improve. Absolutely. No, you made a beautiful point. I hate to interrupt. Create your own bedside manner. One of my mentors, Dr. Duffy Mackay, uh, who was our regulatory uh, director here, he's gone on to one of the big trade organizations, went to Bastyr, which is the best natural, you know, naturopathic school. And Jared, he said, they taught me one of his last courses. When you hand a natural product to a patient, you put it in their hands and you hold their hand and you say, I want you to take this and I want you to take care of yourself. And I want you to let me know what I can do to help you. He said, Stuart, that is a huge part of the healing process. So I, I'm glad, thank you for, for bringing that into this because that's the spiritual component that we can, that's the love that we can bring to ourselves that we can then bring to other people. Like you said, you got to put your, your gas mask on, you got your air mask on first, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what the flight attendant always tells me. Makes sense. Yeah. Take care of yourself so you can better take care of those that you love. All right. So that's, uh, that, that is the, um, I think that wraps it up really, really nicely. This conversation about anxiety, depression, uh, we even touched on PTSD and how the endocannabinoid system works with that. I'm going to let Stuart go because he is a very busy man. Uh, and then I will wrap up uh, and uh, talk about some really cool things that we're doing at Vitality to help you with this. As I've recognized that we can't just pull SSRIs away from people and hope they're going to be okay. There's still the underlying problem the SSRI never addressed. 
and we want to look at the underlying problems. And that's why I'm, I'm putting together this series of shows on anxiety and depression and things like that. There are many tools uh, that work. And if we take a holistic approach, like we've talked about, uh, we can get results together. Stuart, as always, it's been a pleasure. I absolutely love having you on the show. We're going to do a, a very similar conversation like this, talking about pain uh, in just the next couple of weeks. Uh, so those of you listening, you have that to look forward to. Uh, I've been speaking with Stuart Tomk from Plus CBD, and I'm going to let you go now, and then I'll wrap up the show on my own. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jared. All right, so let's wrap this up. Many people ask me and have for decades, what natural supplement can I take for depression? And of course, we live in a world where we really do want a one-pill fix, if at all possible. But of course, if you've listened to Vitality Radio, you realize that holistic, 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 we have to take a holistic approach to all of this thing, all of this stuff, all of these physical, mental, emotional symptoms that we're dealing with. We can't just look at a pill for the fix. So here's the thing. We know scientifically now, and there's very little doubt that the serotonin theory is simply invalid. Antidepressants work largely on a placebo effect. And possibly the action that they do have beyond the placebo is more gut-related than it is brain-related. But the real question is, if SSRIs don't work because the serotonin theory isn't the root cause of depression, meaning we don't all have this serotonin imbalance, this chemical imbalance that's making us depressed, then what does work? Is there a supplement that can help us find the balance that we're looking for? And of course, in yesterday's show, I discussed things aside from supplements, tools that you can use in your life lifestyle things to help figure this out. And I highly encourage that you listen to that episode if you haven't. It's episode 249 of this podcast. But when it comes to supplements, it always comes back to one thing for me, and that is what's missing in the body. Our bodies are well-designed machines, and they are designed to function optimally, but they can only do so if they are given the right inputs. So we still have to focus on the gut and the neurological systems first to make sure that our brain works like it should. And we do that through spore-forming probiotics and omega-3s. But we also know that without a doubt, depression and anxiety have mostly to do with other inputs. The inputs of life, stress, grief, loss, relationships, and so on. As such, sometimes we need more than just nutrition. On my last episode, I presented a lot of information on the lifestyle options that we can use to improve our capacity to deal with life and its many stressors. And now, through research, we know that the endocannabinoid system, as we discussed with Stuart, is a huge factor and can be modulated. So, here's what I suggest for people who are really struggling. First things first, get your diet right. What does that mean? Well, when it comes to depression, I'll say the single biggest switch that I think you can make is get away from the seed oils, the most common vegetable oils that are used, peanut oil, soybean oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, all of that stuff, and replace it with good, healthy fats. Butter, especially grass-fed cow butter. Um, you can use ghee. You can use tallow. All of these are better options. And of course, coconut oil is a great option as well. They're all better than the seed oils that are absolutely trashing us from an inflammatory standpoint, wrecking our guts and messing with our head and our neurological system. Drinking plenty of water, making sure you're plenty hydrated and getting the proper electrolytes, especially magnesium. 
Magnesium plays a huge role in your body's stress response, possibly the biggest role. And magnesium glycinate or magnesium threonate are my two favorite there. And I've done shows on both of those if you want to check those out. And then you've got to get the gut right. Ask yourself this question. Ignore what's happening in your head right now and focus on what's happening in your gut. How is your gut? Are you experiencing this dysbiosis that Stuart talked about? If you are, then you need to correct that. That means if you've got any type of irritable bowel, if you've got uh, constipation, diarrhea, gassiness, bloating, um, indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux, cramping, any of those types of things on any kind of a consistent basis, we all get it occasionally, but if it's any kind of consistent basis, then your gut needs to be addressed. And the best way that I know to address that is through a product called Precision Probiotic, a truly phenomenal, high-potency, spore-based probiotic that works incredibly well for the majority of people. And it is the first thing I tell people about, along with magnesium, when it comes to getting their brain working right, start in the gut. The next thing would be Omega-3 fatty acids, and I prefer them from fish. I've found better success with fish oil than anything else. And my favorite omega-3 for this purpose would be the omega-3 from Natural Factors, the Ultra uh, Omega-3, uh, Ultra RX Omega is what it's called. Two capsules will give you 2,150 milligrams, which is about seven times as strong. That's not an exaggeration as the stuff that you get at the grocery store or frankly, a lot of health food, uh, excuse me, health food stores. So two of those a day, along with one of the Precision Probiotic. And then I would definitely consider giving the Calm Gummies a try that Stuart talked about. They have the theanine, the 5-HTP, and of course the CBD in there. And then many people will use the Calm Gummies with the Reserve Gummies, which are the ones with the CBD and the THC. Now, with the CBD and the THC, not everybody can do THC for a couple of reasons. One is some people get drug tested, and unfortunately, even a small amount of THC can cause a problem. So you have to be cautious of that. And some people, even though most don't have any kind of a psychoactive effect with it, some people don't like the way they feel on THC. So you'll have to decide how you want to do that. But we are doing a promotion because of this show. We are doing a promotion where you can get the reserve gummies and the calm gummies who, uh, when combined, are typically $89.99 you can get them for $59.99 at Vitality Nutrition right now. You cannot get them on the website. Unfortunately, we have restrictions as to what we can sell on the website. And because CBD and THC are regulated differently in every state, uh, we can't sell them on the website. But we can sell them to you directly at the store. You just call us 801-292-6662. That's 801-292-6662. And we can get those to you directly over the phone. You can also direct message me at Jared Saint on Instagram if you'd like to talk to me about it. And then if you decide you don't want to do the CBD route or you don't want to do the THC route, then I would highly suggest Anxiety Release, my new formula. Now, some people will start with that. Economically, it's less expensive than CBD. It does have the theanine that we talked about. It also has ashwagandha, which helps to balance cortisol that we also talked about. It has all of the B vitamins. It's a very, very comprehensive formula, and it works really well. It's very safe to use along with the Calm Gummies or the Reserve Gummies if you'd like to. And so that combination can work. And the big thing is it's not a one-size-fits-all, so you do have to experiment and give these a shot. The beauty of experimenting with these 
is it's not like experimenting with a benzodiazepine where you can get addicted and be addicted for years and years and years. It's not like SSRIs that A, have proven to actually be largely ineffective and B, can create major side effects including suicidality and homicidality. So we have to recognize that there are much higher risks with the pharmaceutical method when it comes to anxiety and depression. So any of those combinations, but remember I mentioned omega-3, magnesium, and the precision probiotic. Those are still the core. And if you don't get those, then you're going to have a much less overall benefit from trying the anxiety release, the CBD uh, reserve, or the Calm Gummy. So I know that's a lot to take in, but remember, it's actually, I can simplify it fairly well for you. Magnesium glycinate or threonate. I like the glycinate for most people. It works very, very well at a couple capsules, two to three capsules a day. The Precision Probiotic at once a day. The RX Ultra Omega at two a day. And then the Calm Gummies or the Reserve Gummies or both or the anxiety release, and that's where you need to do some experimenting. And then don't forget to check out episode 249 for the lifestyle options that I talked about, which have a ton of good information. And then if you're curious about all this stuff I talked about, the serotonin theory being debunked, well, that's in episode 248. Okay, so I hope that wraps it up and kind of puts a bow on it for you so that you can understand exactly what I have seen the best results with. If you have questions, of course, always reach out to us, 801-292-6662. And remember, all of the things I mentioned are available at vitalitynutrition.com, except for the things I talked about with Stuart, the ones that contain CBD, we cannot put on that website. You have to call us directly for those. And if you mention this show, you'll get that promotional price of $59.99 on the combination of the Calm Gummies and the Reserve Gummies. Um, hey, one more thing before I go. If you are on Facebook, you should really look into our Facebook community. I'm not a big Facebook fan, but I've had more fun on Facebook over the last month and a half that we've had this community going. Actually, just over a month. We already have 160 amazing people in there, and we'd love to have you as well. Uh, check it out on Facebook. There will be a link in the description of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me. I'm Jared St. Clair, and this has been Vitality Radio. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young support vitality radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on apple podcasts youtube or your favorite podcast source don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.